The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences. You can sit down, enjoy the show, and just anyone can watch it, including your dog. Hi there, and welcome to the Electric Vicuna Podcast, episode 52. All original audio drama from 13 years of productions. I'm Jack Ward. Last week, we began our voyage in my remake of the epic of Biff Straker in the Spaceways. I mentioned how much I love Flash Gordon and Buck Rogers, but I didn't say how much I love the serial format. When I decided to come back with Biff Straker after 20 years in the drawer, I decided I wanted to Red Panda, my hero. You know, way back in episode 5 of the EVP podcast, you might remember the original Biff Straker show that I produced with Manfred Onward and Pasha Ebrahimi. Well, doing a parody was a lot of fun. I really didn't want to continue a send up of Flash and Buck. I really wanted to do my own real series. Finding the tone was difficult, though. I wanted to create a series that was enjoyable for kids, fun for adults, and, you know, a little sentimental for older folks who remember the great days of old time radio. Thank heavens for Greg Taylor and the Red Panda. Greg was one of the first folks who was in the early days of the Sonic Society, and he too had taken the six part parody he made of the Red Panda and remade the hero for reals. So I started a long time thinking about what I could do to make Biff Straker a sustainable universe filled with excitement. You know, I made a vow that every short episode of about 15 minutes had to have a fight scene, and that each season of the eight seasons I had stretched out had to have its own arc and a larger arc for the whole series. But first, I had to get Biff to the future, and that's where we find our hero now, spinning wildly out of control through the years, the decades, the centuries, into the haunted world. Enjoy. Attention, attention, thrill seekers, your attention, please. Spaceways is on the air, featuring Biff Straker, the sentinel of the skies, that hero of the heavens, begins in a moment. But first, let's check in with our number one Nova Cadet, Kid Rocket, from the 31st century. Kid, Kid Rocket, can you hear us? Earth calling from the 21st century. Are you there? This is Kid Rocket speaking. I can hear you loud and clear. Geez, the chrono waves, Dr. Thermopylae, made for this radio set, looks just great. We hear you, kid. Who's Dr. Thermopylae? Dr. Thermopylae? Only Nova Command's greatest scientist. She's the one who invented the L2 in the subterranean crawl. Now hold on there, kid. You're getting ahead of us again. Does Beth know Dr. Thermopylae? Does he know her? Gosh, they're just the best friends. It wasn't always like that. In fact, they didn't like each other much at first. Kid, one thing at a time. After all, they haven't even seen Biff in the 31st century yet. They haven't? Well, gee, don't you think you ought to show them? <laughs> We will, kid. Just tell the other boys and girls out there how they can become members of the Nova Cadets, just like you. Yes, sir. All you have to do is write to me or Angela Deacon at novacadet at gmail.com. Give us your name and your address. And of course, why you'd be a good member of the Nova Cadet League. Is being a Nova Cadet very fun, kid? It sure is. But more important, you get to help out Biff Striker with his adventures. And trust me, there's always danger in the spaceway. Well, we'll look forward to finding out more soon. Take care, kid. 
until next time, this is Force Cadet Kid Rocket signing out, saying aim for the stars. Biff Streaker, Spaceways. Tonight's episode of Biff Straker is dedicated to the memory of Ian Dempsey, who in his life aimed for the stars. And now it's time to check in with our hero of the heavens, Biff Straker. When last we saw Biff, the year was 1993, and he was in a secret lab far beneath the campus of Guelph University. One of the 20th century's most brilliant men Dr. Leo Vester had drawn Stephen Biff Straker into his first test, through time. Dr. Vester strapped Biff into the time turbine's cockpit and set the machine into motion. Faster and faster the arms spun, closer and closer to the speed of light. Just as Albert Einstein theorized, time appeared to speed up around Biff. Dr. Vester's experiment was a success, but during the test, tragedy struck. Unable to stop the machine, Dr. Vester was struck with a fatal heart attack. Impossible. My chest can't breathe. Can't. Let us not be preoccupied with the dying doctor, but instead focus on the healthy pilot of the time-traveling device. Faster and faster the turbine arm raced, casting Biff further and further into the future. Dr. Vester's hidden laboratory remained hidden, and the experiment continued through time. As the time turbine spun ceaselessly, Biff Straker remained nourished by the tubes and needles attached to him through the chronal suit. The immense speed and drugs keeping him in a light dream, caught in the centrifugal grip of the ages, until... Doc, where's the light? It's so dark in here. Doctor! Doctor! Doctor Vester! So dark, huh? Stay here much longer and I'll start talking to myself. Just have to <clears throat> disentangle from this machine. There. Legs gave out on me. I feel as weak as a kitten. This chrono suit feels like second skin. The boots. Doc said they were overly heavy. I, I need to remove them. There. Now, now if I can just find, just find a way up. So dark. Which way? Lights! Doc? Doc, that you? Doc? You're not Dr. Fester. Cease actions. I'm... I'm sorry. I'm... I'm here because of the doctor. 
Dr. Leo Vester? This is a restricted sector. Stand up. Put your hands behind Could your you head. Could you not shine that light in my eyes? It's, it, it's too bright. A sapient? What? This is Hound Patrol Varger. We have code 411 in Guayon Sector. Bringing a battle wagon to 4295 Alpha. Ooh. Sir, now, now, j just relax, officer. I... What are you doing? Freak squealer. Frequency feedback pulse. Doggone painful. You're a dog! Excuse me? Your, your head's a German shepherd! Calm down. It's my duty to inform you that you're under arrest for violation of the Treaty of Terra. What treaty of... And the extradition of sapient beings from the statute of 2367. What in Sam's Hill are you talking about? This is your last warning. Move and I'll be forced to stun you. Battle wagon will collect you. Speak of the devil. I never did. I, I mean they're here. That's too soon. They shouldn't be. Get up. I'm having trouble doing that, actually, officer. If I... you want to live, get up now. How'd you get in here? Same way you did, I expect. They're coming through. Is there another way out? Who's coming? Another way. I, I don't know. Wait. Wait, there's an emergency exit somewhere. Where? Behind that bank of machines. Wait here. How'd those machines get so worn? What? With age, the junk now. When I started the experiment, they were... Do all sapien chatter so much? Or just you? You always this grumpy? Hmm. Give me a hand. I, I, I think I can stand. I think I can stand now. Here. Here. There's stairs leading up. I'll use my headlamp. Hurry. Who's coming? Nobody, according to this sonic charge. What's that? Door closer. Hold on. What did you do? I told you. Close the door. Now what? Climb to the top. Up, ever upwards, Biff and the strange lupine creature climbed on broken shards. All that remained of the metal stairs emergency exit. Behind them, the ancient laboratory where Biff entered the future collapses finally. Entombing the bones of the late Dr. Vesta with stiff muscles, Biff pulls upward, foot after agonizing foot. Trying to keep from looking down into the dark, smoky pit below, until... Give me your hand. Here! <sighs> Sun's so bright. I need a minute. That's not wise. But, but, but I thought... The, the explosion... They always travel in packs. What? Roadies. Rodentia gang. This is their turf. Rodies? What, what are you... Hey, where did the university go? University? Guelph University. It was right here. This is like... This is like a shanty town in Taiwan. Come with me. No need for the manhandling. You're not a man. A what? I can hardly manhandle a sapient. Come. The battle wagon will be just a few blocks from... All right. Brandon Drake. Through here. They found us. In there? Abandoned. Love a better chance in tighter quarters. Better chance? Look, 
You're obviously insane or stupid. Either way, I'm taking you I in. haven't done anything. Alive. Dragging a carcass through these shelters will slow me down. Now go. Follow me. This way. Let go of him. Sapient. You're a rat. There's a sapient here. He's my prisoner. You're out of your territory, hound. That makes you ours. Oh. Leave him alone. Patrol armor doesn't protect your sides much, does it? Where are you? Up here, Captain Barra. We got ourselves a sapient. Down. Down. Biff falls with the rat man through the flimsy steel and wood walls of the third story building, crashing into the shanty flats below. But what of our hero? Has he met his death? Biff's fate remains unsolved for the moment. High above the earth, an airship containing two members of Nova Command, one Commander Angela Deegan and one Professor Ildine Thermopylae, as well as some very special cargo. Sonic 3. You never said why you wanted to maintain the speed within Terran airspace. Your curiosity does you credit, Commander Deegan. But you know I never reveal my inventions until they're complete. It must be something important, though. Oh? I was scheduled to ferry our... cargo to Luna Spiral with the Star Squad. And instead... I was instructed to take you. Indeed. A professor with no security or combat training. I find the powers of the mind infinitely more impressive in a tight situation, Commander. That's strange. Onboard air pressure's detecting. Commander Deegan's concerns are justified as the red-plumed fireball shot from the dorsal skin of the airship, exploding entire sections of the hull. What was that? We've broken containment. We've lost port and primary thrust. Starboard rocket, operating minimally. We're going down. Colonel, there's Earth down there. No human life is allowed without clearance. We'll get on the radio, Professor, and clear us. We've got two minutes before we crash, and we're losing too much fuel to keep the starboard rocket powered. Nova Command Shuttle ages to Earth. Emergency. Request emergency landing instructions. Mayday. Mayday. Looks like I was wrong, Professor. We're going down a little sooner than that. That's the starboard... Hold on, I'll try Earth, to bury him. Too late, Earth. We're coming down. No choice. No. Good night. What an explosion! Did the shuttle Aegis land safely with all aboard? What about that special cargo? Why is Earth off limits to humans? Did Biff Straker survive the attack from the roadie gang of Ratmen? And what of this Hound Patrol officer? Will he too survive, only to take Biff Straker into custody on this strange new Earth? All this and much more when Biff Straker returns with Biff Straker and the Fallen Angel. Don't miss the next installment of Spaceways, starring Biff Straker. Episode 2, The Haunted World, stars Glenn Haskell as Patrol Hound Varger, Tanya Malayevich as Commander Angela Deegan, Colleen McIsaac as Professor Ildine Thermopylae, Ellie Hirschman as Captain Barra, with Jim Adams and Bob Teague as Rhodey 1, 3, and 2. 
Colm Guthrie Ward is Kid Rocket, and Jack Ward is Biff Straker. I am your announcer, Mark Brzee. Return with us next time for Biff Straker and the Fallen Angel. Good night. And that's episode two of Biff Straker. Be with us next week when we meet the Fallen Angel. Until then, I'm Jack Ward. Good night. This has been an Electric Vicuna production.